too. What? I was asked the other day if I played DFS. Yeah. What did you my say? My answer was yes. I didn't play before, but not, I just found out about draft and I love it. Yeah. Uh, if that sounded like a commercial, it is because it was definitely the start of one. Uh, draft are, is our partners. Uh, you've heard about them for a couple of months now, guys. The Draft app, you download it in your app store. Just look for the little blue draft shield. Or you can go to playdraft.com slash Fantasy. Guys, this is like a it, – it is DFS. You know, it's daily fantasy. But the coolest thing about it is that you can draft – every single week and every single lineup. So not, you know, not everybody's going to have Antonio Brown. If you get the first pick and you think he's going to have an awesome week, you can pick him with your first pick in your snake draft. Uh, so that's really cool. I think drafting is one of the, like, I think it's like 40% of fantasy football is like the draft. So it's really cool that they turn this into a DFS daily game. Um, I'm really excited about it week to week. If you guys want to, you can follow me, ESF Dale, or you can follow Brito, ESF Brito. You can try to take our money. Uh, I have good weeks and bad weeks. I'm hot and cold. Uh, last week I was a little cold, but uh, so, you know, if I'm hot and cold, you might not want to play me next week, but you can always play Brito because he sucks. And uh, again, go to playdraft.com slash fantasy or just download a little thing, download a little app in your app store and just put in our promo, promo code EATSLEEPFANTASY. Yeah. Eat, sleep, fantasy, you rocking with the best. NFL fantasy football podcast. We talking mock drafts, running backs, better follow. The conversation with Dale, Christian, and Armando. Screaming, eat nation, we doing what we like. Tune in every week, guarantee we get it hype. Fantasy, football enthusiasts, I know you plan to be. Joining us on Eat, Sleep, Fantasy. Yeah, Eat, Sleep, Fantasy. Eat, sleep, fantasy. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Eat Sleep Fantasy Football Podcast, otherwise known as the Sausage Links of Fantasy Football Podcast. I am one of your co-hosts today, Dale DeMont. Thanks for joining us. With me, as sometimes, and really more recently, uh, a lot more than normal, is Armando Crespo. What's up, Armando? What's up, Dale? I'm here rolling, rolling hard for the Eat Sleep Nation. With, with us, it's Eat Nation. Eat sleep. A good... Good, good thing you know. I'm that. the sleep part of this. Um, so, <laughs> with us as well, he's he's seen, but he cannot be heard. Is Austin behind the glass? He is our uh, executive producer of content. I like that title. I think that's what we're going to give him. He helps us with all the stats and stuff like that. He helps us get gather a lot of stuff together that we sometimes don't have time for. So, big shout out to him. He's helping us behind the scenes. Armando, we are the Sausage Link of Fantasy Football Podcast. Do you want to know why? Be, right, let me guess, because or, okay, you're running out of time. I was I was trying to make a, like a penis joke. No, okay, it's definitely nothing to do with penises. Uh, but good try, good try. Uh, we are the Sausage Links of Fantasy Football Podcast because when you go to a restaurant, especially like a breakfast joint, you have a choice between the patties and links, and uh, it's obvious that links are far superior. And just like this podcast, we are the links, and. Uh, you know, you, you can listen, you can download the patties, but you know where the links where are the at, and you know where the go-to. Because links are pussycats. Armando. No, a link, like a sausage link. The pussycats of fantasy football. No. <laughs> I like it. I like it a lot. No, you know how hard it is to find a pussycat? I mean, a, a lynx cat? <laughs> I don't know how hard They're it is to really find a pussycat. really hard to find. I'm sorry. <laughs> Dude, does anybody actually call them pussycats anymore? Like that's an old that's like an old timer thing, right? Like people don't call them pussy cats, right? I, I'm I'm I call it pussy cat. 
You never, you do not call pussy it a pussy cat. Pussy cat. <laughs> <laughs> Where did that name even come from? That's come so here, weird. Pussy cat. What, what, no, how's it okay. go? Hey there, pussy. No, how's it go? Austin's first job behind the glass here is finding out where the term pussycats came from and why they're even called pussycats to begin with. That's just weird. Um, all right, so well, guys, I, I today think we... that's where the word comes from. Pussy? I think the cat is, yes. I think it comes from pussycat. Right. I think, but why? I think it's something to do with the feet, like pussy footing. So what comes first, the pussycat or the pussy? I'm going to guess the cat. Yeah, probably. Oh, um. Okay. All right. Uh, Stop pushing the game while we're recording, please, Dale. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm very sorry. We are recording this during Monday Night Football. He's been uh, like very bad. I'm gonna just turn this off the entire time. You know, I'm, I'm, not, whoa, I'm not going to. Whoa, I'm not going whoa, to. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> uh, it just so happens that uh, it looked like Tyreek Hill just do an interception. Crazy. Um. All right. So. Let's get right into it. We're going to talk about some waiver wires. We're, we might even hit up some defensive streamers and kickers while we're at it later in the episode. But today might be kind of a quick one because there's not a ton of people to talk Terry about. Terry Kill did throw an um, interception. I know. That's what I just said. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yes. Well, I meant it did. All right. First and foremost, let's talk about Alex Collins. It seems like he's going to be the hot pickup. It's, I'm not 100% sold. I know different people, you're going to read around the internet, and if you look at some blogs and stuff like that, they're suggesting maybe upwards of 40 to 60% of your fab budget on Alex Collins. This late in the season, I think I'm okay with that because you probably already spent a little bit um, on other players throughout the season. But Alex Collins, I think, has secured himself as the lead back. Last week, he had 20 touches for 143 yards against the Dolphins. Crazy game, I know, and they're not going to be up by 20, 30, 40 points every game. <laughs> but Alex Collins definitely secured his spot on this Ravens team. Now, on the other hand, you have to worry about, uh, and I know, Armando, you talked about this a little bit, Danny Woodhead possibly coming back sooner rather than later. Where are you on Alex, Alex Collins, Armando? You know, I'm not really buying into him at all, Dale. Terrence West is injured. And as soon as he comes back, it's going to be the same shit again. It's going to be a mixture again. I mean, I still like Javoris Allen because he's a PPR guy. But his job is going to be online as soon as Danny Woodhead comes back week 11. So, honestly, if you own any of these guys, trade him. And if you get Alex Collins, he has value right now, trade him as well. Like It's just going to be a, a fucking mess right now, completely. Yeah, I mean, he doesn't have a great fantasy schedule coming up. I, I mean, he does have Tennessee and Green Bay. He still has his bye left to, to play. Um but then on top of that, he plays Houston soon, and then Pittsburgh. Cleveland is not horrible, and he plays them in the fantasy playoffs. I guess the only week that he could be really, really valuable is Week 16, which is, in most cases, the fantasy Super Bowl. But um, you know who knows what's happening with Danny Woodhead coming back? Possibly Week 11, they're saying. So by Week, you know, by Week 13, 14, 15, maybe they get him in the mix more. I don't know. Look, Alex Collins, I think, is a good running back in this situation. I'm not sure. Yeah, I don't. I mean, honestly, I do think he's worth the waiver at if you need a running back. But you should unload him as soon as you can. Like, you package him with something and upgrade another area because Alex Collins is not the answer in an RB two situation. Right. Right. All right. Uh, a couple other guys that we want to talk about. Um, now we're we're not really sure. We're recording during Monday Night Football, but, but Jamal Charles might be a decent waiver wire pickup. Uh, it seems like a fifty fifty split. That's that being said, 
I don't think he's worth owning right now. I mean, he'd fumbled the ball the first snap of the game. You know, like right. he's yes, he yeah. I mean, not 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 quite the first snap, but yeah, in the, in the opening drive for the Broncos, he fumbled it and it ran back for a touchdown. Uh, I am getting Jamal Charles as a C.J. Anderson owner because I am a little nervous about C.J. Anderson, dude. If C.J. Anderson gets 15 carries a game, he could be really, really valuable. It's just the fact of, is Trevor Simeon going to actually show up? Is this Denver defense going to play like they know how to play? All that stuff is coming all together. So we'll see what happens. But, man, C.J. Anderson's really good. I watch him every single snap he plays. I watch, and I really like him. I don't know why I love him all of a sudden this year. But I just really You got him really in like a great him. spot. Like I, I think if you drafted him, you got him in a great for a great, great value. But at this point, like he has that Fred Jackson thing, you know, he was doing great at the beginning of the season. He's just gonna go off a cliff really fast, and you can see it, it is what's gonna happen. I mean, he's it's been not, it hasn't even slow decline. It's been like four great games, and it's just been straight downhill after that. Wait, okay, it's been like five years since the Fred Jackson incident on my team. Why do you keep bringing it's up Fred good, Jackson? It's to a, me? you know how much it hurts, doesn't okay. it? Guys, so everyone understands. Dale drafted had Adrian Peterson on his roster. He had Fred Jackson, and Dale was killing it. Just doing amazing. Yeah, like he had a, yeah. the best record. I was like eleven yeah, and two. He, he was gonna yeah. make. He was gonna win the Super Bowl. He had he had that team, and the entire season I'm telling him, Dale, Fred Jackson is old. He's great. He's doing great for you, but you can't hold on to him. You need to package him, move him away. And we're, we're rivals. I hate Dale in fantasy football, but I see that he's not seeing the big picture here. He's an old guy. <laughs> he has young talent behind him. And Marshawn Lynch, he's gonna lose his right. job. He's gonna get injured. Something's gonna happen to him. You need to get rid of him. And then sure enough, he's done. And yeah. Every yeah. year since then, I, I don't draft old running backs. I stay away from them, and and the same thing's happening. It happens year year in year out with every with players. You see it coming. Like it's happening with C.J. Anderson. It's gonna happen, Dale. <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't know. I don't, know. I, I don't believe that C.J. Anderson is quote unquote injury prone. I don't believe that either. No. Um, anyways, we'll, we'll we'll move on from it. But uh, Jamal Charles is definitely worth a look. He's playing well enough to be valuable if something happens with C.J. Anderson. If all of a sudden. Um, he becomes very ineffective, and they bench him for some crazy. I agree. Reason. He's not injury prone. Um, I'm I don't not, believe in that whatsoever. But yeah, he has a yeah. tendency to lose his job. That's all. Right. He's un, he's under twenty percent owned, and I would probably spend I don't know maybe five percent of my fab budget on on Charles just just to have him as a um, little backup security. Yeah, blanket. even Booker might be a nice add instead. Like one of those two guys should be owned. Sure, a l- little bit of upside there, right? All right, another guy I want to talk about is Marlon Mack. He is becoming more and more involved as the weeks go on. Uh, he did find the end zone, his second um, his second touchdown of the year. Uh, what are your What are your thoughts on Marlon Mack moving forward? He's just he's a little bit over ten percent owned in most leagues. Um, he has a decent schedule going forward. He has given Frank Gore some more life. If you saw last night's game, um, yeah, yeah. Frank Gore looked pretty good, and Marlon Mack looked good too. I think they're both going to be flex options moving forward there is a little thing going on right now that frank Gore might be traded um that's good so if he gets traded max huge boost he's an rb i would say borderline rb1 if he's getting all the work with turban down um yeah I, it just depends how things shake out tomorrow it's, it's a big day so tomorrow's a trade deadline so everyone knows in the nfl there's a lot of trade talks and frank Gore is among the guys that might be traded and if that happens yeah. max huge. um it, it- it is worth noting. I know that Frank Gore. Yeah, I think he's keeping him a little healthy and uh, fresh. But two weeks in a row now, Marlon Mack outsnapped Frank Gore. So that's something to pay attention. Yeah, I like to. Marlon Mack, but I don't see him moving into the R plot past 
a low in RB2 for the rest of the season right now. Next season, different story, but right now he's not going to win you a championship unless Frank Gore leaves the Colts. All right. Uh if you I look, there's I think there's six teams on by this week, Armando, and this guy I really don't want to talk about, but I think he's at least worth talking about in a week that has six bye week that has six buys. Orleans Darkwa. Dale. You're probably rolling your eyes at no, me right now. What? You, I know. You shut the fuck up. You know I'm all in on him. Don't don't be a don't be a okay. dick. <laughs> well, because he had a huge game a couple weeks ago, and then he was probably dropped by a ton of people the next week when he just got, you know, fifty yards, I think eleven or twelve touches for 50 yards against a good defense um right he's coming out of his bye now playing against the rams this next week who hasn't been great they're they're improving but they allow the six most rushing yards per game and gave up nine nine total touchdowns to running their opposing running backs i think this might be a smart play uh for orleans darkwood this week if you're in need i don't think he's going to be a guy that kills it for you week to week from the for the rest of the season but um, what what do you? I know you like Darkwa. Yeah, I know I do. you do. Um, I'm a, I'm a little higher on him than you are. I see him as a potential RB two, high in RB two going forward. The offense is completely in shambles. They had the bye week to sure. like really fix everything, and he has a decent schedule going forward. So if Darkwa can't, <laughs> do, you, do you think the bye week fixes everything? No, in New York? no, no, no. <laughs> but it, it, they can adjust their offense to what they to what they have. They have good tight ends. They have you know plenty of running backs back there. That, I mean, they're not any good, but. You know, they can adjust it. They don't have now they don't have to worry about Aldo Beckham Marshall. You know, like they're gonna be more conservative, you know, run and pound, sure. throw it to the tight end. That's what they're gonna do probably going forward. Because they have nothing else. They right. have no wide receivers. Um right. so I do believe that offense is probably gonna run more through Darkwood than it did than ever before, or any running back over there. So I think they're all worth owning. Sure. Minus Perkins, who's just right. fucking atrocious. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Um well, like I said, he, he plays the Rams week 9 and then goes to San and then goes to San Francisco week 10. Yeah, it's so. be beautiful. Darkwa is if he's not owned, you need to get him and if someone's willing to willing to buy low on him, you definitely should. Yeah. Uh his late season schedule. Okay, so he has Rams, San Francisco, great matchups. Right after that, he has Kansas City and Washington. Kansas City so, doesn't really scare me too much. Um I don't feel like their defense is as good as people make it out to be and their stats yeah. well yeah yeah i mean a couple of big games can skew that you know washington was just ran all over by exactly. ezekiel elliott too so how scary are they i don't know um i guess it kind of depends on game script and stuff as um, well just, just to so, know that, uh darkwa is kind of injury he know he's known to get injuries so gallon might be worth owning if you are going to be dependent off darkwa sure uh a wide receiver there's two wide receivers i want to mention here i don't know if how long of an episode this is going to be armando but i'll let you talk about some other guys if i don't hit on anybody but these are the guys i'm targeting in some of my leagues muhammad sanu uh he had six catches for 74 uh yeah 74 yards and a touchdown last week uh he's seen six targets in all five of his games where he was at least you know quote unquote healthy that's not too bad for, and I'm going to mention this again, you know, that with the six teams on by, Mohamed Sanu can be a sneaky plug-and-play here for mm-hmm. uh, for this week. 100% agree? agree with that, yeah, 100%. Yeah, okay. Um, yeah, uh, he's he's probably owning less than 20% of the of his leagues. I wouldn't spend too much on him, but, you know, 5% of your budget, again, you know, for a guy that's going to fill in and, and save you a week, I think is worth it. Do you agree? Yeah, 100%. I 100% agree with that one. One guy I caught a little bit of flack on. I tr- I uh, started him in our listener league, and I'm pretty sure I won that. Um, I'm not going to check now. 
but I'm pretty sure I can. Uh, I mean, I'm pretty sure I did win the Listener League this week. Robbie Anderson, he's owning less than 5% of leagues. He's quietly had a pretty good game. Um, season. I'm sorry? You said season, right? You said game. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah, season. Yeah, season. Season. Uh, he's led the, the, the Jets in targets with just under 50. I think he had 46 targets for the year and uh, over 300 receiving yards, which isn't great. But Josh McCown is playing really well. And when a quarterback is playing well, uh, his deep threat, Robbie Anderson, is going to get you know benef- benefit from all that. He did catch six targets for 104 yards and touchdown last week. Yeah, he's a top 20 wide receiver right now, which is pretty shocking that McCown's produced top 20 wide receiver. Yep, yep. Uh, he plays the Bills next, and they have allowed three consecutive 300-yard passers. So if this, I'm kind of going into Josh McCown a little bit now. If he's still available in your league, I know the Bills are improved defense, but they're they're giving up some air yards here. So Josh McCown might be might be worth looking into. Yeah, I 100 percent agree with that. Um, okay. I just want to go into a couple tight ends before um, you bring up another guys. Uh, Dion Sims for the Bears. He's been pre- pretty decent, like a low end. Uh, tight end too, but with Zach Miller being out with a lost leg, um, I think Deion Sims bumps up more to a wide receiver too solid. And Jack Doyle has was sensational this week, and uh, he's been pretty good the past three weeks, and he's definitely worth an add. Okay, yeah, those Jack guys? Doyle. No, no, I agree. I agree. Okay. Yeah, good yeah call. you need you need a waiver wire him quick, Dale, because you're hurting. I'm fine. <laughs> no, Dale. You just lost your guy with a with a lost leg, Dale. You know you're not fine. <laughs> you don't. You can't have a one legged run tight end, Dale. Um, some I talked about Corey. I think in the preseason, and I was wrong. I said Corey Davis has a good shot to be rookie of the year. <laughs> I was way wrong. <laughs> but when he's healthy, in the game he played after suffering his injury in week two, he saw almost twenty five percent of the team's targets. For sixteen, uh, catching six out of ten targets for sixty-nine yards, um, I think Corey Davis is what Marcus Mariota needs to be, you know, to get to that next level. To be whole, to be complete, to to be a starting yeah. quarterback. Right, right. I mean, he's not low. I'm sure he's owned in more than fifty percent of the leagues. But if he's not owned and you have space for a wide receiver, I Corey Davis has a good, my he has good quarterback. He's, he's taken Dale. He's yeah. Not, he's nowhere to be found. Yeah, yeah. Like I said, he's owning about sixty percent of leagues. So, yep. but if he's there, he's definitely worth. I would, I would put him ahead of most of the guys that we talked about already. Easily, uh, Robbie Anderson, and Muhammad Sanu. Yeah, um, those guys. You agree? A hundred percent. I think Corey, okay. I think he's he's a game changer. If you get him in in your league, he's going to help you win the championship. I right. kind of feel like this waiver wire episode is going way better than most. I feel like there's uh, a lot of information going on in here. We're not joking around. We're getting straight yeah, to the no, point. No, no. These guys. Yeah. We're probably losing our our loyal listeners, but we're getting the ones that really want to know about <laughs> stats and this, that bullshit. Um, all right. Uh, do we need to talk about Juju Smith Schuster? We know think, to pick him up, right? I, yeah, I think we know that for sure. Um, I want to go a little deeper before we move on from wide receivers, and okay. I want to say Travis Benjamin. Um, he was targeted heavily against the Patriots, and he was really good against Denver as well. I think he's. Is it too bold to say he might take an over Keenan Allen's role? Like he was targeted deep a lot. Can you tell me? Do you have the stats there? Uh, fourteen. Uh, no, I don't have the stats. Still, 
sorry. <laughs> Were you just hey, going to hey, guess? This is, this, is, this is a bullshit <laughs> podcast. You know, let's go back. <laughs> you were just going to guess. You said 14 just as a wild guess to me. <laughs> yep. Jesus 14 Christ. receptions, 144 yards. <laughs> Six awesome. Tell us, can you get us a target number, please, for uh, for uh, Charles Benjamin? Um, yeah, I got Trevor's Benjamin stuff right here. Um, oh, he got scared me. It came up like Mr. Deeds. So he had uh, nine targets. He got five of those nine targets. He had 64 of those uh, receptions, and he got one touchdown. But I'm telling you right now, man, there's a lot of targets on that team. So, I, I, I you know what? As a person that sits back and I'm worried about wide receivers this year, I, I'm all ears on this situation. Yeah, for sure. Thanks, Austin. Uh, I mean, and we're still waiting for the pussycat answer, by the way. Yes, please find that. I just Thanks. want to say, in the final drive, when the game was online, they went to Travis Benjamin, not Keenan Allen. So that's or Hunter Henry. They went to Travis Benjamin back to back to back to back. Um, so that just goes to show you. I think he really trusts him, and I maybe it's a deep ad. You don't have to waiver wire him because they're on a bye week. But if you're desperate for a wide receiver, I think he might be a good one to add right now. Yep, yep. Uh, I'm gonna just list a couple guys here that are maybe like. I don't know if I was writing an article, which I don't. I leave that up to our very talented writers on our website, eatsleepfantasy.com. But if I was, I would have a little thing that said notables. I think Rex Burkhead is somebody at least to put one eye on. Good idea. Um, you know, he did get 668 receiving yards on seven catches uh, on seven targets, by the way, along with 15 rushing yards. So it's it's definitely worth a, a look here for Rex Burkhead. Corey Clement as well. He's not owned in very many leagues. We know LeGarrette Blunt is a lead back there. It's no secret. Corey Clement, uh, for maybe a longer-term solution towards the end of the season, he might become valuable. Drop Woodhead. Mm-hmm. Not Woodhead, Smallwood. Yeah. And J.D. McKissick. Um, he seemed like he was a more productive guy on Sunday. Uh, weird game, though. High-scoring game. We're not really sure how much to make out of that, but definitely um, worth a look as well. I low, think, I think, I think you're definitely right about J.D., they're desperate over there for someone to produce. They're going to right. give him a shot. And if he's the one, great. But the only guy who's looked half decent is Chris Carson. He's on IR now. Right. Okay. One last guy I want to talk about, Armando. Uh-huh. A lot of people already given up on Jamison Crowder. He's added, dropped, probably added, dropped. <laughs> That's me. <laughs> <laughs> I was all in. And I was like, fuck it. And then I, I want him back. I want him back. <laughs> yeah. Is he going to be uh, added? And how how much I'm not. I'm not this? buying into it. I'm not waiver wiring him. I am picking him up um, if I can, but I'm not going to add him to my waiver wire. Um, it's enough. one game. I mean, yeah, it, it was just game script completely. It feels okay. that way. I mean, Pryor didn't get a target. Doxon got one. You know, it's a touchdown. I, I just that's just me. I think Crowder does have the talent to be a good wide receiver, but they're just not looking at him enough. Right. Uh, as far as streaming quarterbacks, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm not. I'm not going to say it again. I promise. But six teams on by. Jared Goff is has been dropped by a lot of people after you know his subpar performances, um, but he is a decent ad for this week. Um, I know you know he's been up and down. The Giants seem like a good passing defense. They're really not. <laughs> um, I think they're the look of them and the expectation was that they were going to be really good, but they've given up a ton of action in the in the air. So. Uh, here, I got a stat here. Three of the last four quarterbacks to face the Giants have gone for 250-plus yards and three touchdowns apiece. Oh, that's good. So, yeah, so Jared Goff is is a good option this week, less than 20% owned if you need a quarterback this week. Um, I will give you another one. He's owned in 31% of leagues is Andy Dalton. Um, 
over the past five weeks that he started, he's only thrown less than one, less than two touchdowns once. Um, he started off the season super slow, so everyone's not buying into him. But his stats are pretty consistent. He will get a touchdown. He is facing the Jacksonville Jaguars' top five pass defense. But if you need someone to just get a touchdown, and get you through the week, Andy Dalton's probably the way to go. It's a safe, safe bet. Okay. Um, I want to tell you, guy. I know it's a waiver wire episode. Don't waste a waiver wire on him. But definitely, if you have the room, if there's a deep bench here, pick up Teddy Bridgewater. Um, not not Garoppolo. Okay, well, let's talk a little bit about that too. First of all, let's talk about Teddy Teddy Bridgewater. Um, he could be actually playing as soon as Week Ten. I know. And if crazy. he is, we he's a very talented quarterback, dual threat. He can run and pass. With this offense and this offensive line much improved from years before, Teddy Bridgewater has a shot to be like a little bit better Case Keenum, <laughs> right? Yeah, Case Keenum's a top twenty-four quarterback. That's, that's what I'm saying, and yeah. he's, and Teddy Bridgewater I think is is uh, better. So he's barely he's barely owned in any leagues. It could be a really sneaky pickup if you have space and you're struggling for quarterbacks, or you know if you like to stream and there's not a lot of streaming options. Uh, Teddy Bridgewater might. You know, be you know what's annoying that we we have we playing a league deal. It's SFB league, and I went to pick him up, and I couldn't. He's not even in their system anymore. <laughs> so fucking annoying. That was two weeks ago. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah, that's crazy. I mean, I'm sure he's there now. Yeah, I'm sure. But now I have to spend money for him. I have five dollars left. Right, right. Yeah, that's annoying. Um, yeah, we were gonna just talk about Garoppolo. He was just traded to the 49ers. Um, if you weren't two quarterback league, he's definitely worth an own. I do not believe he's gonna start. Next week, though, it's a little, little premature. He's not doesn't know the playbook at all. But um, you can give me your thoughts on that deal. Um, if he gets traded to the 49ers, I he suspect did. He, he, he did. It's done. It's, it's okay. Done. Okay, I suspect he will play very soon, if not immediately. And, I don't think um, they'll throw him throw him into fire like that. They need to give him a week. The bye week's week eleven, so they won't wait. They they give it way too much for him to sit on the bench. It's only they're going to get him pick, man. That's a lot. Think about all of the second round picks the Dolphins have had and how many are still in the <laughs> roster. Okay. <laughs> it's not that big of a deal. <laughs> Look, they're they're probably counting on him to be the guy, and they're gonna put him in as soon as they can. We'll see. I, I, we'll I see. hope you're right. But, I hope um, you're right. He plays Arizona, he plays the Giants, both decent, decently kind of okay pass defenses. Yeah. yeah. Hey Armando, uh before we go, I do want to mention one really, really fun thing. And I don't What's know. That? I haven't really gotten the okay from it, but I'm just going to go ahead and say it anyways because we've been waiting. We have, get this, an autographed. Oh, sorry. Yeah. An autographed. Go ahead. It's an autographed mini helmet Uh from. Who? Antonio Brown. Antonio Brown? We are giving away an Antonio Brown autographed mini helmet uh, for free to our listeners only. Uh, I don't know how much we're going to open this up to, but I've been racking my brain, figuring out contests. We've done the whole, you know, follow us and retweet. We've done review us uh, for different contests and things like that. I'm going to kind of do a hybrid here. And this is what I want of our listeners. If you want the Antonio Brown mini helmet, this is what you're going to have to do. It's really easy. The first thing you do is you're going to write this email down. It's esfgiveaway at gmail.com. That's esfgiveaway.com, okay? that You need to re- write that email down. Second thing is, I'm not really sure what you're going to be able to do to earn, to I guess, to win it, but the biggest thing is to, catch, to get our attention. So that's either write an iTunes review, 
Follow us on Twitter. Tweet at us every day. Tell us you want the Antonio Brown mini helmet. Um, send us gifts in Twitter or Facebook. Uh, promote our site to our friends, to your friends. Basically, we want to do we want to give away this helmet to anybody who garners the most attention. And uh, so, if you've already given us a review, screenshot it and send it to that email. And you can email us as many times as you want with different things. So if you if you review us on iTunes one day and the next day you uh, rent a billboard and put our ESF logo up there um, and take a picture, you email that picture to us. Um, if you get your friend that's famous to put our shirt on, oh, take a photo and tweet it out. There you go. You get you get the helmet. There you go. Or okay. look, if you get Chad Michael Murray to call in to the uh, to the live show one Friday, you can. If you want to call into the live show and tell us how much you love us. Um, the, the one way you're not going to win it is by writing an iTunes review saying that you want the helmet. That never works. I'm letting we'll you know you, right Todd. Now. Don't do it, Todd. <laughs> um, so, yeah, you guys can do pretty much any way you can get our attention. Well, I've talked about this long enough, but I think you guys get the whole gist of it. I think you got their attention, Dale. Yeah, okay. But I want I want them to get our attention is the thing. I get it. We, hey, but I see what you, did. you know what would win? There. I'll tell you what would win. If you get The Rock, The Rock, oh, The Rock. Okay, yeah, that'll win it because I love The Rock. I love The Rock too. But if you with a shirt or without a shirt, it doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah, I don't, I don't care. Um, but if you guys do like you know the car wraps with oh, with ESF shit. stuff, yeah, yeah. If you want that, put a wrap on your car and drive around for a couple of weeks, and then you could definitely win the helmet. Um, definitely, that's yeah. a good one. Yeah, yeah. or has balls do. Oh, Austin's gonna go do it right now. Or say, uh, how about if you are an airplane pilot? And you do those uh, smoke signal, the smoke uh, messages. You know what I'm talking about? Uh-huh. Like, you know, the will you marry me things? Yes. But, you know, that's really easy to do in Photoshop. So, hey, if it looks it real. Has to be a, it has to be a video. It has to be a video. It has to be a film. <laughs> Look, I don't care. Whatever is going to get our attention, even if it's fake. And uh, if it gets our attention, we're going to run it probably until, let's see, it's, uh, it's Halloween now. We will probably run it until the end of November. Yeah, let's say Thanksgiving, Halloween to Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving's the Black 23rd. Friday. We'll give it away on Black Friday. Oh, that's good. That's good. So Wake up at 6 a.m. We'll be up anyways. Black Friday. Um, I'm not sure if I'm going to open up to our Twitter followers because we have a lot of Twitter followers as well. But I think I just want to open it up to our listeners only. We spent a lot of time talking about this. Um, yes, because well, I but, th- I think our listeners are like, "Holy shit! Finally, I'm getting repaid for all the nonsense I've been listening to for right, a year." Right, right, like well, if it's someone famous, just saying, I have to know who they are. I don't, you know. No, no, like, it could be anybody. Look, it could be an actor from Days of Our Lives. I don't care. Oh, okay. Well, I can. Okay, all right. I don't That's care. Fine. How do you know? How do you know I don't watch Days of Our Lives? <laughs> well, that's what I'm saying. Who knows? Like if exactly. um, you know, if you one of the Pussycat me. Dolls calls in. Um, hey you pussycat whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> uh mariah carey you know that's huge um okay we can go a little <laughs> smaller than mariah carey <laughs> um uh, adele nick cannon yeah, that's even nick bigger cannon. nick cannon nick okay. cannon if we get nick cannon i'll be happy yeah yeah or martin um, yeah oh martin martin you can get martin, martin to call. Nah, that's good all right yeah. i think all i right. think we're good <laughs> Um, unfortunately, we cannot end the episode without knowing where the term pussycat comes from. Do we have an answer? Um, I'm waiting for Austin, and apparently he's really not doing his job tonight. So I don't hey, know if he... it. What, what is it? So, puss starts out as a conventional <laughs> name for a cow in print before 1530. So that's how far back we're going. Okay. It most likely sounds that it was used... 
and like sound used to call cat ie and i don't know like i said i'm trying to figure this out here puss puss <laughs> it appears as a name for a cat in other germanic languages puss and puss catty in low german pussy norwegian Hold on, gotta move the mouse. Austin, this is not helping us at all. <laughs> so, so, so it's official that the cow came before the cat. <laughs> the cow yeah, where did the, the cow pussy? come from? Well, they were calling cows puss. Where does that come? Where does that come? Where did where you did get the, the cow? Come from? Didn't you just didn't say, you say? Didn't you say in the 1530s that they were calling cows puss? Yeah, no that's what cats. You said. Oh, I think you said cows. Yeah, I heard cows. Where did you get cow? I'm, I mean, both I've been, heard ca- we both heard cows when you talked yeah, about yeah. I said puss starts off as a conventional name for a cat. I heard cow. You said cow. Dude, I got like a brain maybe said, mic. Maybe you said meow. <laughs> and then <I> got confused. <laughs> meow, moo, cat, cow. It's all kind of the same. For Armando Crespo and Austin Behind the Glass, our executive producer of content, my name is Dale. Thanks for listening, and uh, we will talk to you guys tomorrow.